Many of you actually have a fixed time here every morning to learn Tanya together. And doing that, because it's fixed, and hopefully I also have at nighttime, a fixed time to learn, you are literally, just like the holy people, the prophets of Israel, who were complete chariot to the divine, completely through them, of them, in them was an abode, a sanctuary of godliness. We have it in our limited capacity. It's actually the same thing. Now, we may not experience it the way the righteous and the, uh, the righteous do. For sure we don't. But regardless of what we experience, as the Alta Rebbe says, be mindful. Meditate on this. Think about this. How powerful that is. That is that you commit to, to fixed times of learning. This is what you cause yourself to be. It's, uh, sh uh, it's in the middle of a thought because the Altered is going to go and speak about the rest of the day, but that will be in the forthcoming class, classes. Um, you know, what does that mean? But even that is also a remarkable idea, which we will get to. But now let's just let that enter into our headspace and then into our heart that our reality is an abode for the divine and that's in fact what I am and who I am think about that what's that going to do that's going to bring great joy as a result a great joy a gladness of heart how fortunate we are how fortunate we are that we have the capacity that God allows us and gives us the capacity that we can be this. And a host of God Almighty. All right. I don't think there should be any. I, I'm sure there's even no questions on this. It's, you know, allowing it to enter our headspace, but I'm sure there will be some questions which I'm more than happy to entertain. Um, I don't see any. On Instagram, I don't see on Facebook. Let's see if on Instagram. I'd love to hear from my dear friend David. Come on in.
Peter has a question. I don't see two question marks. Davida. Reminder, Rambam today, that's another opportunity to be a host for the Almighty, for the Divine. Is um, um, one o'clock. Davida, um, Yeah, one o'clock for Rambam. I, I don't see your question. I'm sorry. Maybe got lost in the feed. So please ask it again, if you don't mind. Uh, okay, Bella has a question. Is it okay to listen to a shear while you're doing everyday activities such as cooking, etc.? <laughs> Excellent question. So, um, you know, there's two ways you could look at it. One, you say, you're learning Torah and you're cooking. Right. Or you could look at it, look at that. Even while you're cooking, you're learning Torah. <laughs> I prefer the second way. Um, that being said, if you are cooking, because that's what your responsibility is, you got to make Shabbos. So, you know, it'd be wonderful to be able to, um, you know, not worry about making Shabbos and uh, just learn Torah. But you have a responsibility to, to make Shabbos. I'm giving this by way of example. So that's your responsibility now. You don't have free time to learn. The fact now that what you are doing is listening to a class while you're cooking, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's beautiful. So um, if it's your time to learn Torah and you want to, well, you know what? My Torah, you know, I, I enjoy it, but, you know, let me, like, you know, let me make a nice picture at the same time, you know? I'm going to look, Rabbi Fine is there, I'm going to make a picture of him. <laughs> um, well, I'm, no. Don't multitask in that respect. That's your set time to learn Torah, Right? And a set time to learn Torah means there's no other thing that exists. That's your set time. You're adding now that even when you're cooking, you are learning. You're listening to something while you're cooking. That's amazing. But that's at your set time. I mean, maybe it's a set time because you're cooking, you cook at this particular time. And therefore, you're listening at this particular time. But that's not what it means, a set time. The set time actually means two things. Set time literally in a time slot and more importantly that it's set in your soul in other words this is something no no question about where you do it right you got your tiny class every day um i'll give i'll give this as an example just because many of you this is set in your soul so if you're doing something, if you have a responsibility at the 9.30 right now to do something else, and you cannot only focus in on the learning, you have some other responsibility, right? You gotta cook now, <laughs> whatever, right? So, uh, 
you, you might need to cook something for your family right now for your children going off to school you know especially if you're in california so it's three hours earlier you're making the snacks for your kids and the lunch for your kids at the same time you listen that's amazing because your responsibility is is and your priority is making some food now but if your priority now is the learning then it needs to be set in your soul set in your soul meaning there's no other reality there's nothing else nothing else put away your phone unless you're listening now on your phone put away you know all things that will um take your attention away because then it's not really it, it's set in a time but it's not set in your soul so that's a different um you know fixed that it's fixed in your soul that it, this is your reality uh, so i do that for example you know i learn once a week with uh, one of my sons we learn a sicha together i shut off the phone no interruption you know this is a focus complete focus it's fixed again sometimes you can't do that right you can't do that because you have another responsibility like the cooking air shabbos it's beautiful and thank you that's a, a a beautiful thing to do to be able to set it to to be able to use your time that way amazing okay i see a bunch of other questions here that um if i can miss um Jews pray three times a day how do they pray with a prayer book and with our hearts that's how we pray okay we are seeking God through Torah yes uh, Davida, aren't our homes considered like a base of Mikdash that served the way in our home as we would in the Shu base of Mikdash? Yeah, but that doesn't make you a sanctuary. Your home's a sanctuary. Torah is a greater unity and therefore a greater oneness, like the Holy of Holies, you know, as opposed to um, the different types of divine service that was done. But yes, very good. Laurie, is there an acceptable amount of time to commit to Torah study? Five, even five minutes. Yeah, even five minutes. Even what? Even two minutes. Set time every day. You're going to learn a Mishnah. You know, actually, in the morning blessings, we say a Mishnah, and it's there in order that you could fulfill the minimum requirement. Now, of course, you don't want to do minimum requirements. You want to, you know, do as much as you possibly can, right? um john is asking is it appropriate to converse with god besides the set times uh, no disrespect intended um well conversing is not learning torah and being a sanctuary that is part of prayer and yes absolutely you know in prayer there is that idea that we should um absolutely um 
we should do. Okay, uh, give me just, I want to get to, I'm going to get to, whatchamacallit, to Clubhouse in a moment. But before that, on Instagram, we commit ourselves to various things that are beautiful view to remind us to fulfill ourselves full of Torah so we can also share it with the world around us. What do you think? Yes, absolutely. But you know, you know what the beautiful thing over here is, is what we're, what the alternative is saying to us over here. This is who I am, this embodiment, being a sanctuary, being an abode for the divine. And that's who I am. That, therefore, that's what I desire to share with the world. That's, that's what it means. That's what I, do, I desire to share with the world, which is beautiful. Jeffrey, please share. Kodesh Tov, Rabbi. So, um, I understand that the, what, I think I understand, uh, what the idea is that we're, you know, we're, I don't know exactly how you say this, but, you know, we're creating uh, today's um, Beit HaMikdash with, with prayer because that's what we have since we don't have the physical thing. Uh, I think that's what you said, but I just want to also say about the kind of sacredness of time uh, in a general sense, and I know you're talking about Torah study to fulfill to fulfill the, the commandment, but um, I'm reminded of a story you, to you, tell you told, and I've heard several other times, about how the Rebbe always, always, no matter the fact that he worked 18 whatever, however many hours a day, always made time to come home and have tea with his wife after dinner right and no fail um and that was that's just an amazing thing to me just in regular life i can't you know do that uh you know uh, and it's a um it's just a kind of a, a testament to kind of setting setting aside time for something you know special or, or holy and it's uh you know it's a great example that's that's it thank you yes jeffrey um yeah so there's a there's a, a the component over here of the you know the um the greatest precious gift we have is time and that it's we're doing uh you know timely and valuable things um to the utmost with our time and that how precious right as Rebbe said um the time that he would spend with his wife just having tea and you would think you know it, it, it's sort of like to pass the time you know like you know we do things to pass the time in between things for the Rebbe and for us it shouldn't be that way right there's no such thing as passing time passing through the time passing time right no every time is precious and and so First of all, we get that notion right here in the idea that the fixed time that we become a host to the Almighty. And actually, uh, Jeffrey, your comment will fit in very well in the forthcoming class, classes, uh, a couple of classes that will bring out exactly the point that you brought out um, more so. And um, absolutely. But it begins with that if there's a preciousness that we can put to this moment 
uh, that we're learning now that we're a host to Hashem in us, of us, and through us, then that will be give us the capability that you know all, that that moment that might be just passing time, or like having tea, you know, it's in between, you know, other important things. No, that was an important thing, just as Benavachi said, as his putting on tefillin is an important thing. So yeah, thank you. Anyway, we're going to deal with that more again in forthcoming classes. Um, Michael, give me just one moment. I don't want to lose the feed here. What if we're dealing with a, dep a depressive episode and you are trying to listen and focus, but for some reason it's as though you're listening, but it feels like you didn't listen at all. So, you know, if there's some medical issue over here, so I, I can't respond to that except for, you know, if there's medical help that's necessary, so then that needs to be sought out. But if it's not a medical thing and it's just, you know, uh, you're going through something and it's hard to focus because of the challenge that you have, okay, so those are challenging moments that we um, we have to uh, work harder and uh, hopefully those, those challenging moments will... Uh, be of a yesterday and that uh, today and tomorrow will uh, be less challenging but yeah so um we just it means harder work that's i guess that's what it means but uh, rabbi yes you know i don't um i don't understand hebrew fluently but i know that there is holiness and when uh you know in davening in the in the group uh, of hearing of hearing it of hearing the words and, and and so on. So I, I'm sure that I'm sure that he, that hearing, um, even though maybe you can't really integrate it all at a given moment, is uh, is in fact a, a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. Uh, Michael, please share. Um, I prepared today with uh, Rabbi Gordon's um, class also. And he said that we should also find time, as you said, for studying halacha. And I thought about it in relation to the last uh, class uh, yesterday, um, where it said that uh, Moshe had no agenda. Therefore, he was the uh, best chariot for Hashem's uh, message to us. Um, is it that we, when we study uh, Torah, but not halacha, that uh, we don't, that we have still our own agenda in us, but some, because some laws are against logic, but we have to follow them. Is it this, that we have to accept halacha, besides our secular thoughts of logic, we, only in this way we can agenda free and a real sanctuary for God's will? Um... See, halacha is an embodiment of the divine will and divine wisdom, Jewish halacha meaning Jewish law. But it, it, it's not merely that. You know, what we're learning now is also embodiment, um, also of a law of God. And what's that? To, um, in other words, it, 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 there's mitzvahs in the Torah about loving all of God. There's mitzvahs of following and the the way of God going in the path of God. So, you know, studying Tanya as we do gives us insight into fulfillment of those 
particular halachas, to know God. There's a mitzvah to know God. So studying Tanya um, is uh, a manner of how we can do that. Now, when it's speaking about halacha, so halacha means the do's and the don'ts of the Jewish life, which of course is um, you know, very important, so we know how to lead our life appropriately. So um, we need both. We need both. The real truth is. But um, yeah, we need both uh, to learn Jewish law, to learn um, the deeper understanding of, of Jewish teachings, as we do here in Tanya. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, absolutely true. Um, Tabitha. Tab I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. I am sure. Um, um, so you you needed to take care of your daughter. She needed meds. And at the same time, you wanted to listen to the class. And, uh, you know, have a, a challenge to do both. Um, I have nothing to feel guilty about. Your daughter comes before the class. If your daughter needs you, that comes, I mean, actually, let me give the, the instance, you know, when do you interrupt your Torah study, you know, for something else? Um, you know, if, if there's a real need of a child, a child of yours or another person that has a real need that's in the moment, right? Um, that's literally in the moment that needs to be taken care of, then you need to put aside your Torah study to help that person in need, right? Um, otherwise, if you can create a bubble that you lock yourself away in your mind at least you don't have to physically lock yourself away maybe that helps sometimes but that you can have the focus that is um so important and necessary then uh then you know then do then do that so you can be totally engaged now if you don't have that opportunity be just because of your environment and because of some other responsibilities Right, that you have like to your daughter uh, as uh, as you're sharing over here so yeah you know again i look at it this way wow amazing you need to take care of your daughter's uh, meds or whatever things that are going on right and at the same time you want to listen to the class and you're listening to the class that's amazing now just maybe to make sure that you're taking care of your daughter properly I would say just be careful that listening to the class will not um, take away from the proper care for your daughter. If she needs your full attention, so then, you know, Baruch Hashem, this class is, you know, is, is taped. You can get it actually on, on Facebook, Instagram, and Clubhouse. It is, um, it's there that you can get it afterwards. And if you don't get it from me, there's, you know, others you can get it from Rabbi Gordon, as uh, Michael mentioned, and, and Rabbi Friedman, and, and others. So, you know, if you have another responsibility and you need full attention, so please give full attention. I don't want you, you know, your daughter should lose out. And your daughter shouldn't feel that she's secondary to your Torah learning. 
She isn't. She isn't secondary. She's more important. So make sure you take care of her. Okay. Okay. Um, sorry, there's someone's asking about prayers. Um, we'll, we'll deal with that another time, if you don't mind, just because it's now we have a different subject. Alan, please share with us. Hey, Alan, do you hear? Yes. Okay. Sorry, Rabbi. Not um, a problem. Yeah. So uh, this may be a little bit off topic also, and if it is, you'll, you'll let me know. Um, but, you know, given what's going on in the world, uh, the, uh, the chief rabbi of Kiev uh, last week came up with the fact that, uh, that uh, Psalm 31 uh, is really, really important to Dobbin and to have Kavana on and, and, um, and to concentrate on uh, given world events and stuff going on in Ukraine right now. <clears throat> And uh, so I'm wondering, just I know that, you know, from, from my familiarity with like Breslov Chassidus, there's certain psalms that Rev Nachman basically had uh, singled out as being really important uh, in, in certain times and certain circumstances. Uh, being, un, uh, being unfamiliar with Chabad in this regard, uh, in, in, in terms of the global strife and the danger to people, especially in the Ukraine right now, and the and the communities in, uh, of the Jewish communities in Kiev and Uman, um, are there particular psalms that that um, that the Alter Rebbe has singled out in, in times of this kind of stress that we can focus in on? Um, thank you, Alan, for sharing. Uh, um, so. Yeah, there have been times, you know, from the Rebbe came out, uh, different things uh, that should be said. Um, the, the the only things I can think of right off the top of my head is uh, chapter 20, Psalm 20 and 121 and 150, the last one. I think there's uh, there are others, and I don't recall. Now, as Hasidim, we would always do the Rebbe's capital, um, being that the Rebbe is a, all, um, a neshama klali, is a general soul that encompasses all souls. So to invoke the encompassing soul of the Jewish people, which the Rebbe is, saying his chapter um, you know, arouses the encompassing soul. So uh, those are just, um, you know, some some of the kapitloch that uh, we okay, so what, are, what what do you mean by his chapter? I'm, I'm, um, if you can oh sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. You're right. I didn't expect. I did not <laughs> explain that. So um, if you are um, if you are 40 years old, you say chapter 41 of Tehillim because uh, you're in your 41st year, right? It's like, you know, the, you're, you're, when you're born, you're not zero, right? What are you? You're in your first year. At one year old, you now go into your second year. So we say, it's a custom, starting from the Baal Shem Tov, to say your chapter, your personal chapter, so however old you are, you say your personal chapter of Tehillim on a daily basis, right? Um, so again, if you're 40, then it's 41, you know, whatever it is. So the Rebbe is, um, after his passing, as the Talmud 
uh, the sages in the Talmud tell us that there is time and the uh, the movement of time in Gan Eden for the neshamas there. So their souls do grow or and do um, uh, move forward in time, so to speak, and therefore uh, we continue. So Hasidim say the Rebbe's capital, which is right now 120 because 119 years. This Yudalif Nisan is going to be a very special Yudalif Nisan, the Rebbe's birthday, a few days before Pesach, which will be his 120th birthday, 120 years rather, then it'll be 121. And now there's a complete, like Moshe Rabbeinu, like Moses had a complete life of 120 from the same day as he's born, the same day that he passes. So that will be this Yudalif Nisan. So Hasidim would continue saying, we say uh, the Rebbe's capital um, on a daily basis, so it's 120 because the soul continues to move forward in time. Um, and and again, because we want to invoke the, the Rebbe's general soul to be engaged and involved in to, uh, to help us and help our family, our loved ones, uh, and uh, all those that need help. Does that um, clarify? Yes, thank you so much, Rabbi. Thank you, thank you, Alan. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up because it's very important. Um, it's a, a very important thing that we that we do engage in now is saying extra prayers because um, there's no doubt that it's needed, and there's no doubt that our prayers help. That's actually something to be. We should. Hopefully, be clear on. It, it doesn't just help us; it actually helps the world. Uh, you don't always see that. You don't always, you know. But in your own neshama, in your own soul, you can sense that. You can sense that. All right, amazing folks, as always. Oh. I see um, Davida put up a lot of Tillam over here. <laughs> a lot of Tillam. All right. Um, did I answer? I hope I answered everybody okay. And if not, well, we're going to have another class. Many more classes. So we'll share so much more together. I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine coming to you for Chabad Zich and Kadesh from Montreal, Canada. It's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. Have a wonderful day, a good year of Shabbos, and a wonderful, good Shabbos. Be well. Good Shabbos. Thank you. Good Shabbos. Be well, everybody. Bye-bye. Chapter 26 of Tehillim. What is that? I didn't know. All right, folks. very much as always
Chavez.